Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastBath.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. I know you will enjoy listening in to one of the most popular interviews I had the pleasure of hosting as part of the Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I invite you to light a candle, kick your feet up, and get ready to be inspired by a woman who walks in beauty. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Deborah Rebel. If you listen to the Divine Feminine Spotlight, you may have been blessed to listen to her interview that we did a while, go, a while ago. And if you didn't, I highly recommend that you do so after you listen in today. Consciously merging her practical tools as a psychologist with her intuitive and spiritual gifts, Dr. Deborah L. Rebel empowers women to connect with their hearts and live authentically through her transformational soul-hearted living program. In May of 2016, her much-anticipated new book, Being Love, How Loving Yourself Creates Ripples of Transformation in Your Relationships and the World was published by Inspired Living Publishing. This book became a bestseller, and I'm not surprised. It's a fabulous read, so if you have a chance, you're going to want to check that out. Deborah is also the author of Soul Hearted Partnership. She's a frequent guest contributor for Aspire Magazine and many other high-profile blogs. Her words of wisdom are embraced by readers around the world. And just so you know, she also has a popular inspirational podcast called Soul Hearted Living that is available at iTunes. Welcome, Deborah. It's such a pleasure to be here, Shan. My heart is so open and happy. I just feel very gleeful <laughs> to, be able, to be able to share my my words and wisdom and to have this beautiful conversation with you and your listeners. It's wonderful to be here again. I love the sacred space of women and so honored to be in this particular circle of such powerful female energy. And it's great to be able to share that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for saying yes. I always enjoy talking with you. And as I mentioned before, we even started recording. It's, uh, it's really, really hard to, uh, to put down the uh, the conversation to start the you know to start a new conversation because I, I feel like I could just talk and talk and talk and listen and listen and listen and and felt my uh, energy rise uh, and op- my heart open and you you have that magical quality about you so I'm I'm certain that we're going to have a great conversation today I know we will and I'm just excited that it's such an important time for women to come together. And I feel like I'm sitting around your kitchen table with everyone and every woman who's gone before us to, to join hands and to open our hearts in the sacred energy because we're here at this particular point in our um, evolution of our human consciousness to heal and bring love and light into the, to this world and to our earth. And so I couldn't be more uh, grateful for this opportunity. Today, I, uh, I said a prayer and lit a candle and smudged my office and, and myself as I do before every interview. 
And then I chose a goddess card for you, for us, to inform our time together today. And when I first pulled the card, I thought, hmm, is this, is this really the card? And I, asked, and I asked, is this really the card? And so I shuffled the deck and pulled, pulled the same card again. <laughs> and so I guess it's the right card. Well, seed came up, quiet time. Take some quiet time alone to rest, meditate, and contemplate. And I wonder how this energy resonates with you today. It resonates completely with my heart and soul because I just spent the weekend doing that. And I've come into this space this morning with a completely open calendar. I felt the need to dedicate today to myself in quiet and stillness to this experience that is in front of me and to also open it up to others in the world as a way of setting a tone in love and in light to bring my contribution of light to this experience and to this particular time. So that card resonates with my soul. <laughs> well, well, no wonder it came up twice. <laughs> yes, it was very persistent, and my soul is. <laughs> oh, that's, that's excellent. That's excellent. Please share a, a snapshot of what your life looks like right now and, and how you are walking in beauty. Well, you're going to bring tears to my eyes right now, Shan, because just that statement of walking in beauty, I'm a new grandmother. Oh. And I never thought that being a grandmother that I would walk in beauty. And I'm going to speak to all those women out there who may be hesitant or ambivalent about being older, wiser, and being the, the matron of the family. I never saw myself that way. And I had the opportunity a couple weeks ago to, to be with my new grandson, Elliot, and my son and daughter-in-law, Tom and Dawn. And all of a sudden, it didn't matter about grandmother or the role or the label or the word. It was about me showing up in my fullest beauty as a feminine energy and as a love energy. And so when I went to visit, I had to do a lot of clearing to be able to show up as this beautiful imprint of energy. And when I held Elliot for the first time and I looked in his beautiful little blue eyes and he's a preemie, so he's looking all around and he's playing on his little hands, but I, I just felt his presence and I was so present in love with him that this portal of love opened up in light and we just connected as soul family. And I knew, I said to him telepathically, I know you, you know me. We've been together many, many times before and this time I'm your grandmother and I love that. And you know, Shan, I got goosebumps because I never thought that I would embrace that. Mm. Oh my and gosh. a goddess experience. Oh my gosh, I guess so. And I have tears right now because this was something I did not look forward to. And here it is, and, and it's just, it's become another facet. It's just a facet of the diamond that we are, that I am, in this beautiful energy. And I get a chance now to guide this little being 
in a way that's spiritual and uplifting and in his best and most highest good. I'd like to know a little bit more about the fear behind becoming a grandmother or the, the reason why maybe you weren't or thought you might not be ready or weren't ready for that role. Well, it stems back to an old pattern of mine, which many women share, I know, and I'm speaking to all of you out there, a pattern of not being good enough. And when I was, what happened with this particular um, opening about really embracing my essence as love and in this new grandmother energy, I would say, I was actually on vacation when Elliot was born. Now, that wasn't the way it was supposed to be, but I always trust the divine and trust the way that my life unfolds. And I was on a beach in the Caribbean, finally getting some downtime because of having launched the book, I was needing to just have some quiet time again and spend some time in stillness. Not really knowing that this would be a time of intense clearing to be able to be with this little guy when I returned. So I got the, I got the text from my son, we're at the hospital. Well, this was the first day I was there. And I was like, what? You're at the hospital? I'm supposed to be there. This was the moment that I was going to step into my grandmotherness. And, you know, all the things that I felt about what I needed to do came up and then I wasn't there. So what did that mean for me? Was I shirking my responsibilities? How did I, how did I create this? And it, it started to generate all these old feelings that I had really never dealt with about my son and my son and our relationship and how I had felt as a parent with him for 16 years since he was 16, that I had let him down, that I wasn't good enough as a parent. Oh, sweetie. So how could I be a good enough grandmother for him? Yes. So that set in motion a healing that is probably one of the deepest healings besides healing my relationship with my parents that I've ever felt because I had carried such guilt about his life and how I had unraveled it at age 16. And what had happened was I made a decision to uh, leave his stepfather at that time. And I made a decision to, I had two children. I have a younger daughter who I needed to leave the marriage with her father to make sure to, to basically save her life. Um, and at the same time, it put my son's life at risk and his emotional life and it unraveled him because it was the second divorce that he had been through and at a time when he was trying to find himself and as a 16 year old he had his whole life in front of me and he started to go downhill emotionally and um, spiritually at that time so as much as tom has rallied and has come into this fullness as as a beautiful spirit and and young man as a, as a husband now and as a father, I had carried this guilt forever. And I had walked on eggshells around Tom for 16 years. 
I've never called him out on anything that might have been hurtful to me or any or his lack of responsiveness. And my daughter had always known this too. And she even said to me, Mom, that day on the beach, you don't give me the same pass that you give Tom. You let him get away with anything and you never confront him. And I realized it was coming from this place of, you know, suffering. Sure. And I think there's a word for it. Um, I kind of came across it as redemptive suffering. And I'd never thought that I would be one of those women that would, would experience that. But I have. I have spent a long time suffering and trying to make up for something that I didn't do wrong. And as, a, as we're talking about walking in beauty, that took my energy down so many notches. So when I was with him, I wasn't present. I wasn't who I, I know myself to be. And I'm with that way with everyone else. So it was time to release this. And I released it by walking on the beach and, and letting those tears fly and throwing my little shells into the water and just saying, it's time to embrace you and your motherhood and now your grandmotherhood because you are more than enough. And when I was able to then go to DC I didn't carry that anymore. And I didn't carry it into my relationship now with my little grandson, because that's the breaking of that legacy. Oh my goodness. And, and see, had you been home and, and available and on that plane, none of that, that would have happened. Shannon. Yeah. It would have happened that way. Not saying it wouldn't have, it would have, because that's my soul's journey. I know that at some point that had to release, but it did in the most magnificent way. Not that I thought that it was at the, at the first moment when I got that text, oh, Boy, I it was like, knock me over with the waves. I felt like I was in the undertow. But as I saw it unfold day after day after day, and I felt myself coming through that experience in the most grateful and, and in humble way, it, it humbled me to how how we can heal ourselves, even when it's some of the most deepest and darkest moments of our life. When you embraced Tom yes. after this clearing, could you sense a change in him too because of the change in you? Yes. Yes. And I have <laughs> made it tears. Yeah. When he picked me up at the airport. Now this is interesting. He has never picked me up from the airport. My daughter-in-law always does. He never makes himself available. Mm. Uh, let me change that. He has never made himself available. That has changed. When he stepped out of the car and came over to embrace me, it was a new moment. <laughs> I saw him differently. He saw me differently. It was the beginning of a new relationship. And that's how I know that when we love ourselves, and I loved myself up on that trip, and I loved myself up when I got home to prepare because I needed to do that in order to change that relationship. He couldn't look at me anymore with guilt on, and suffering on my face. He had to see the love that I had for myself 
which translates to him. Mm-hmm. And that's the message for every woman or man who's listening to this is if you're going to seed your, your relationships with your children, with your friends, with your partners, and then bring that out into the world, you have to start here. If I let that continue, and it was something I was, I had blinders on to, Shan. I did not want to go there. You know, my husband said, that is the only relationship you will not touch. And I had to touch it because Elliot needed to have me completely open and me. Because if he saw me with that hanging over me, he wasn't getting the truest essence of myself. Right. And that's not where I wanted our relationship to begin. He didn't need to have that energy in our space. I'm, I'm rendered speechless at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. <laughs> I was too. I was rendered speechless in so many ways. When I saw Tom at the airport, the conversation that emerged in the car that we had never had before, honest and connected. We had that when he was young and we had it all the way through his life. I know he's always been my heart child. Not that my daughter isn't, but in a way that he always connected to my heart as a compass, almost to anchor him. Tom has a very detached kind of energy that really is expansive, but sometimes he loses himself and gets disconnected. And I felt that again, like he knew who I was. And I was the one responsible for changing that. It didn't take him to do anything different. That's such a beautiful story. I'm so very happy for you and for your family and for this this new one. What a miracle. Thank you, Shan. This is the first time I've shared it mm-hmm. with anyone. It's not in a blog. It's not in my book. It's not anywhere. It'll probably be a story in one of the anthologies at some point. But I'm so happy that I was able to share this with you and, and everyone who's listening because it comes from my heart and it's real and it's genuine. And it's when we share at that level, I feel so vulnerable but so open and it releases then the energy and you're my witness mm-hmm. you're my reflection back of the light and the love that i carry in my heart so thank you oh my goodness i'm really grateful <clears throat> thank you to kind of gather up my bits right now <laughs> that's okay that's that's what it's all about is, <sighs> is that we don't have to put the bits back <laughs> <laughs> we fall apart in those yeah. little bits and then when they come together they're so different so when i came together after that those that week or so on the beach i wasn't the same no. don't put ourselves back together we come into our wholeness in a different way so yeah. i loved myself whole yes and i continue to do what a gift and it is a gift and it's again We're works in progress, as we've always, many people have said. But we're works, it's not work, it's just allowing that when the information comes through so divinely and so succinctly that we listen and we pay attention. And that's the one thing my, my journey, my walk in beauty has shown me is that 
there's always more. It's never done. Right. If it's done, I wouldn't be here anymore. Right. Exactly. So why would I resist the opportunity to continue to, to, to spiritually grow and embrace myself and my the, the love that I share into the world? Why wouldn't I want that to continue? So when these moments come, I'm less resistant than I used to be. I don't kick and scream anymore. I just go, okay. <laughs> Here we well, go. <laughs> there are still moments of kicking and screaming, but then I go, resistance is futile. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, and that, you, you are one of the most loving and kind women I've ever met. And, and you are. And, and I wonder, how do you remain such a positive, loving beacon of light and still be human? Because I let the human part be seen. I don't try to hide it anymore. I used to hide it, Shan, all the time. I, from the time I was a little girl, I, I thought I was expected to be everything to everybody because that's what I did in my life. I was the caretaker. So I was always bringing the, you know, the light into the into situations that were very dark distraction or the you know pay attention to me so you don't feel so bad about yourself with my family and when I stopped hiding in my late 20s when I felt what was really there underneath all that the pain and the, and, and the, the loss it brought me into my humanity and that I got to see that you know, being a human being in a, and, you know, as a, as a person on the earth who can share love and light, that's what it's all about. It's not about not being human. It's about being a spiritual being, having a human experience. It truly is. And so it's my vulnerability that I found that connects most to people, not necessarily what I, the, the wise wisdom of, of spirit. It's, it's who I am. And then spirit comes from there and works its magic. You say, as a feminine energy, we are divine grace in motion. Such energy is a source of strength, compassion, and courage. What is your inspiration for this quote? My journey in my life. It wasn't until later in my life that I embraced that I am divine energy in motion, that I am, and it comes from that feminine, from feminine spirit. I used to always function in the masculine energies. I used to cut off or dis, disconnect from my, my feminine energies, especially being a, a young girl. And I've come into my own as a feminine energy with the masculine energies in this androgynous way that is more than what I could actually do myself. It's it's a hundred percent and more when I use all my energies. And that is strength. And that takes courage. And it takes a courage of heart, especially at this time for women, because women are really being called more than any any other I would say species on the planet to heal the earth, to heal our world. And if I don't embrace that feminine energy, I will not be able to serve the purpose I came here to do, which is to be love and to share that love in the world. 
it's an incredible way to move through each day and to choose to live your life. And, and that's the thing. I, I've known you long enough now, not in the physical sense, but um, through our conversations and our work together, that you are you're just so very rock solid and, and clear and you know your energy is clean and when it's not you address it and then you come back and there's just this I mean I know with the working on the book and juggling your business and you know all of the things that, that you have going on like so many women in circle with us today you still you have this way of saying okay yes this is a bit much I'm going to step back now a day or two or like like you are today give myself what I need so that I can come back to it and so I see this this beautiful self-care I I see this beautiful you know honesty about uh, when when things just maybe get to be a little bit too much because you do have the capacity you're such a, a wonderful manifester and creator but then you stop and say, okay, well, this is in process, but for now I need to, to do X, Y, and Z. And I just, I find that to be uh, really refreshing. And it's something that we share. And, and it's something that if, in fact, we have the roles, if, if we know that our soul code and what it is that we're here to do is help healing, help nurture, help heart opening and these things, then the best way we can do that is to take really, really divine care of ourselves so that we can keep keep moving forward with with what it is we're meant to do. Oh, absolutely, Shan. Um, it's funny, my friends now call me the queen of self-care, which I giggle because that's not how it always has been. I was one of those very self-driven, achievement-oriented women that had to uh, accomplish to feel good about myself. I, from the time I was very young, I was always outer focused on, you know, getting the good grades and getting the degrees to, so that that would be when I would feel good enough. And I realized that I pursued all those externals and none of them ever satisfied that, that inner knowing that I was more than enough until I started doing self-care, until I started doing what I call precious self-care, where I say, Deb, you are precious and you deserve to have some downtime. And I'm, you know, even with all this experience lately that I've been been practicing after the book, you know, I I needed to step back because I was actually at the point of burnout. And I hadn't been there in a while because I've been pretty balanced in this flow. And I went, whoa, you can't continue to do this. This is an old pattern of yours, is to just keep go, 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 and not take that step back and not give yourself that precious care. And so, as you know, I didn't even do my podcast for what, a month, six weeks, because I needed to just release something off my plate. And I didn't, you know, do a lot of new blogs. I just said to myself, time up. And I know if I don't take that time and let myself replenish and and fill my cup, as we would say, I won't be able to be creative. Then it it it's it 
stifles the channel. The channel has to be nurtured. And that means nurturing me with the most, with just maybe a walk in the park or sitting on my deck and watching my puppies play. I mean, it doesn't take much. It doesn't, but it takes intent. And it takes that consistency, which I had gotten out of for a little while. And that's always been my benchmark, my, my hallmark to that being that divine feminine energy in motion is the consistency of that nurturing. And I have moved away from that for a little while. And as I got the message, the memo from the universe, <laughs> it's like, come back to me. So I'm listening and I'm here in this space today doing just that. I love that so much. And I, and I also think it's important that each of us remember that it's okay if we get away from our sacred self-care or our precious self-care for a bit. Uh, you can go right back to it. You can, it's, it's part of being human. It's part of being alive right now. We have so much going on and sometimes we can get lost in the doing, but it's just a matter of saying, oh, hey, I need to, I need to chill. I need to take some time. I, I know what's going to happen next. And that's that inner knowing and really paying attention to our energy levels and paying attention to those who love us and say, uh, hey, Shani, you know, <laughs> you've been on the computer quite a bit today. And why don't you give your eyes a rest when you don't even realize, you know, that my husband said that to me last week. I didn't even <laughs> realize. I just didn't even realize. I had, I had the goddess talk sessions going on and I had another interview and another article and something else and something else and something else. And I enjoy all the something else. And I'm in, immersed in it. And, and then I realized, wow, how, how long have I been sitting here? Because I got lost in it. Yes. And so I'm grateful to Thomas uh, and, and that he will just say, hey, maybe it's time to uh, get off of that thing. <laughs> yes. It's time to get off of that thing. It's like, oh, thank you. And then, and then. You know, then you can watch the, the cardinal land on the bird feeder, and then you can see the chipmunk cruising up the driveway, and then you can go for a walk and, and, uh, and see what you're going to see. And just and so it's, uh, that's, that's been a, a challenge that, that I've had as well because the stuff that could bring me to burnout, and I'm, and I'm not, haven't been there in a very, very long time, but I completely understand what you were saying, is... If you love what you do so much and get lost in it, you can sometimes say, "Oh well, you know, I don't, I don't need to have that green, that green juice right now, or I, I can wait to have breakfast or lunch, or oh, you know, I really don't have time to take that walk or swim," and and that's when it starts to snowball, and that's when, and the thing is, is even if you're there right now. Anyone listening, even if you're there, it's okay. You can just simply stop, take a breath, and just take a look and recalibrate. Yes. And if you need to do it again tomorrow, you can do it again tomorrow. I mean, there are days I have to, I have to remember, oh, didn't I just make that commitment yesterday and I'm already blowing it, right? But no, I'm not blowing it. I'm just saying, oh. I'm being more mindful about, oh, look at how easy it is for me to slide back to that place. And that's not where I want to go. 
I want to go here. And Shan, you're lovingly saying that to yourself. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. And that's where we beat ourselves up so many times when we say, oh, we, were, we made that commitment to ourselves and we didn't do it. And then we, because we throw the baby out with the bathwater, we don't start again with loving kindness to say, it's okay, start tomorrow. Yeah. You're not a bad person because you didn't, you blew it. And it's, right. there's nothing to blow, just start. And this morning, and I was preparing for this interview, I was going through some of my rituals that I, I remember how there's, they're very simple things. We don't have to go to a spa for a week or even a day. I went into the shower with the intention, and it always begins with intention, to honor myself and to prepare myself as a woman, as a feminine energy to speak with you today. And as the shower, the water was just coming down over my face and over my body, I just kept seeing it as liquid light energy, just cleansing and taking away any worries or cares I had about the interview or about anything I was going to say. And then I just took this, my, one of my favorite bath oils and I used that beautiful scent to just uplift my senses and to open my, my heart and, and my channel so that I would be able to speak from my heart and express the words that are, are divinely being guided. And I came out of the shower like, wow, well, that was like 10 minutes. And I do, I shower every day so I can do that. I can nurture myself that way. And so can everyone who's listening. It doesn't take that much, but please remember that your words are law in the universe. <laughs> so right. when you start to say something that is really not in alignment with who you are, with your soul, with your heart, and it's not in a loving space, just pause and change it. Don't beat yourself up for saying it, because <laughs> that's more negativity. Sure. Well, that awareness, that awareness yeah. of our of our self talk, is one it's of the so great cool. one of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given is the awareness of how I talk to myself, so that I can change the dialogue. And that awareness is so key because that's the intention we set. When we are in that conscious awareness and we expand that, then our intentions, you know, start that energy vibration, and then when we support that with our words, our thoughts, and then most of all, our choices, we start to bring about that co-creation of whatever that is that we desire. But it begins with that, what you were talking about, Shan, that, that opening of the heart in awareness to what is at that moment. And maybe what is is just stillness and quiet, and that's the nurturing. But to pay attention to whatever your heart is telling you and let yourself lead with your heart. You're here. You have a fabulous gift bundle for everybody in Circle today. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I do have a fabulous gift bundle and I'm so excited to share it with you. It's um, a four-part uh, series. It's uh, I call them heart openers. Uh, there's three meditations that are about 15 minutes in length to open the heart, to, to get you in touch with listening to yourself and being able to be in that, that loving space. 
Then there's one that's only five minutes and I, it's for the busy, we're all busy women, but if you only have five minutes and you want to just center yourself and get into that beautiful heart space. And you can get Deborah's gift bundle on her speaker page for the Goddess Talk sessions. You'll find a, a button right there where you can claim the, uh, gorgeous meditations that button will take you right to her site where you'll be able to claim each and every one of them and you are going to love this gift i've had the pleasure of listening in and uh, i invite you to take advantage of this gorgeous offering thank you and you're going to hear shan's beautiful voice at the beginning and end so that's <laughs> even more special <laughs> thank you our time has come to an end today for our conversation, and I would love to know if there's one message that you'd like to leave us with today that we can sit with and contemplate. The message that consistently comes through me as I walk in beauty in my life is that there is nothing in no circumstance, no loss or pain that we can't heal with love. And I am certainly a, a walking example of that. If you have read any of my stories in any of the anthologies or my book, I do share my, my, my experiences. And I know that love heals. And loving ourselves is the way that we will heal this world. So if you want to change the world, you've got to love yourself and change you. And that ripple I guarantee you will start going out into all your relationships and those relationships will change and then your space and your environment will change and so will that ripple out into our beautiful planet. So take that step, whatever that is for yourself, to allow yourself that to let love in and receive and give and then be that light in the world. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed our time together today and really appreciate you saying yes to stepping into the circle for the Goddess Talk sessions. Well, I have been so honored to be here, Shan. I, when I got the invitation from you early on in the year, I went, yay, hooray, I'm, in, I'm part of the circle. I can't wait. And this has been amazing. So I can't wait to hear the other speakers. And um, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this beautiful experience. invited to join me and 16 of the world's female visionaries, artists, teachers, healers, and goddesses who are stepping into the circle to dive deep into their personal experience and share how they've learned to walk in beauty. Join us for this deeply profound global event and receive divine feminine wisdom and valuable love offerings to help you walk in beauty. Visit GoddessTalkSessions.com and step into the circle.